Ideas and people come from those who came before them. By a simple cause and effect, things get passed down like water in the river of time. Eric Overby Bending Not Breaking, The Dragon Prince Edition Reflections Inheritance another episode of Bending Not Breaking. This is Ben Pruitt. I am thrilled to be back for another mini episode because we have Devin and Chris back. Shocker for our next mini episode, which is right now. And we're going to be talking about the little, little story, little reflection called Inheritance. And Inheritance is really interesting because there's a lot of little details in this that are little sparklets that I, that I really appreciate. And so I'm really excited to dive in. So we're talking about inheritance. We're going to start there. Uh, for both of you, I'm inviting you back into this lovely conversation talking about inheritance. And I want to start off with this, this main theme, the title, the title card. What does inheritance mean to you? What, is, what do you think about when inheritance comes up in conversation? You go first this time, Chris. I feel like I've been jumping on these. Oh, no. I've, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I do have an answer, though, because I was thinking about this. And inheritance is, uh, it's such an arbitrary concept that uh, to me, it means something much different than, than it's not like castles and, and bloodlines and that sort of thing. It, it feels like that's what people want it to mean because that actually means something else to them. Yeah. To me, inheritance is simply what you carry with you from the people you were around when you were smaller. Mm -hmm. um, it, it can be the way that you cut the tomatoes. It can be the way that you load your shopping cart, which, yeah. what aisles you go down first, the, the pattern you walk through the store, because that's how your mom or your grandma did it or your dad or whoever went shopping with you. It could be the way that you tie your shoes or that you don't know how to tie your shoes because nobody had shoes that tied. Uh, it, it, that sort of thing. Those are inheritances. Those are mm -hmm. the small bits that you carry with you of the people that you know. And it's, it's not even just about the people that were with you when you were small. It's about the people that you just get close to throughout life. Um, yeah. You know, you meet somebody in college, you have a roommate and they do something, they hang the laundry a certain way. And you're like, oh, that actually works for me. I'm going to do that too. So you keep doing that forever because you had a roommate in college once that did it that way. That yeah. is something you've inherited from them, even if you never talk to them again. I Your literally lives have to sleep with a fan on because of my roommate in college. It's so funny that you mentioned <laughs> like things your roommate did because I didn't need a fan on, I didn't need white noise until I, I lived in a small room with my, my college roommate. And yeah, I guess I inherited needing, having a higher electric bill because, <laughs> because of my college roommate. I'm sorry, I just was cracking up. No, 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 but exactly, that's exactly it. Just people that yeah. you meet, that you just pick up. This is another thing that's about the whole, we're all just humans vibe, is that we meet a person and we pick something up from them that we couldn't have, we didn't find. It's not that we couldn't have, it's that we didn't find it. Um, until that point, hang on one second. Mm, hydrate or dihydrate? Yes, yes, please. 
Um, Devin, why don't you take over? I'm going to need to drink some water here. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have like a, a more than that. I think like the thing I jotted down was just inheritance is the good and the bad that came before you and how mm. you sort of pick and choose between what to take from both of those things. Um, yeah. Very shortly, I wish I could remember the source for this, but recently I read a Twitter thread about um, uh, generational trauma and it pointed out that in this thread, someone pointed out that their parent had taught them to flip cups upside down in the cupboard to prevent dust from getting into them. And yep. I was like, I do that. And what I learned was that this is a practice that originated in during the dust bowl. Yeah. Because there was so much ambient dust that you had to turn your cups upside down or you would be constantly just getting mouthfuls of dirt. And yeah. I, I had no idea. And this is just something that I like took for granted my whole life. Like I just turned the cups upside down on the cupboard because it's what my mother did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out that that has such general, generational and historical like significance that I just, I, I casually had no idea. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's good because I think like, sure, this is a very good practice because my cups are clean, but it's also, it's, it's inherently a little bit uh, negative because it came, this, this thing originated in, in, a thing that was horrific and traumatizing to the people who first started doing this. And so anyway, that's, that's what I think about now when I think about inheritance, like even unconsciously, I was flipping my cups over and I didn't realize that this came from somewhere so dark. I think that's a a really apt way to kind of talk about that of how we inherit these behaviors. And I think what I love about what both of you are pointing us to is that it's not the things necessarily that like the tangible items that we're inheriting, right? A lot of what we inherit are our ideas, our concepts, our um, skills, habits. And uh, I, I think um, th- there's a really kind of problematic, uh, when I think of inheritance, it's kind of problematic because when it's associated with ownership, it becomes something that's really, uh, it can become very ugly. Um, and, and what we inherit as this becomes mine, is uh, really scary sometimes around um, what we're then have to deal with because if it is mine and now I own it, that means that the problems that are associated with it are also mine. When really we can just be like, no, thank you. And we can we have some options as to what we inherit, right? We have some control that an agency that I think we um, often overlook when it comes to inheritance. So um, I'm curious, I'm going to ask this kind of bigger question is why was this piece called inheritance for like, we're focusing on Callum and I'm curious, like there's a, I can probably spin you an idea or my thoughts are, but I'm curious to hear from, from either of you around why, why is this called inheritance instead of something else? Huh? So I said, it's the good and bad that came before you and it is not only Callum inheriting the mirror, it is also Callum inheriting the title of High Mage, mm-hmm. which he has taken from Viren, a character that I think is a complicated man and was not all bad. Just a little um, complicated. I, was, I, I did a whole other episode about Viren. Um, please, please let me. Uh, um, so I think I think <laughs> it's called Inheritance because it's it's him taking up this mantle that has a history that goes beyond him. And I think like if you probably look back through Catullus's history, being the High Mage was not always being... It wasn't yeah. being, uh, you know, a complicated person who did a lot of bad in the world. It, it's a person who, you know, let the kingdom thrive in, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And so I think like it's it's still an honor for Callum to carry this regardless of the person who came immediately before him. Mm-hmm. However, 
he goes into this dark dungeon, pokes around in all these places where where the, the underside of this is carried through. All of these things that are now arguably his, these things that Varian left behind and the dark dark mages, all, all the high mages before him. Um, and he's reconciling that, like this dirty underbelly of, of what is still to him an honorable position that he wants to use to serve his brother, the king. Yeah. Um, and and he seems to reject a lot of it. Like he does kind of exactly what you were talking about. This this uh, no 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 no. I don't need to carry any of this with me. I don't. I'm gonna like seal it all up forever. It's it's done. Yeah. Um, however, there is one thing he cannot leave alone, and that is the the mirror. And I think it's interesting that it has this power that that compels him as you know. Yeah. As a mage, it's it's something that he can't seem to resist. So that's why it's yeah. called inheritance. It's he's inheriting a position um, with a storied history of its own, and he is inheriting a literal thing from his predecessor that yeah. we, the audience, know to be uh, quite a burden, and yep. he doesn't know that yet. So, like, how he, if he has no concept of what he's inheriting, how can we expect him to sort of react to it with the same awareness and care? Yeah, um, that that we, the, the sort of like meta-aware audience. There's the dramatic it. irony. <laughs> there you go. And that's it. I, I love this one. This is one of my favorites. So I, I have strong feelings about, about mm. the title and the weight it bears. Okay. Wow. Oh, this is just, so, there's so much here. So I, we can't cover it all. So I'm just going to skip to the fun question. So if you were to have uh, a, a castle dungeon and you were to go take inventory in your own little castle dungeon. I'm curious, what would you what would you find in your dungeon that you would just you've just inherited this, right? Uh, what what have you found in your dungeon? And I'm I'm just curious what you what you would find. Oh, I've got torture devices in mind. Oh wow! Oh, who, who did you inherit those from? Oh, <laughs> uh, spoilers. Um, They're they're for research, I swear. Uh, yes, <laughs> How are you gonna write about pain and suffering if you have not anyway? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. Just mumble, mumble something, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but yeah, I I also find it horrifying that in a historical way that there were people who deliberately created devices meant for pain. Yep. within the systems that they lived in there were governments and forces at work and it got really complicated and yeah. these things were lit- and i'm like wow we we went there you guys went and did that did you okay yeah um it's it's dark and and there's sort of a macabre thing. i mean it's it's october it's spooky season you see that sort of thing you know in decorations now yep um the concept is is dark and creepy but but there is there's so much behind it and i'm i i'm okay looking directly at that it's it's interesting in a weirdly compelling way to me personally i love it Mm. Devin. what about you what are we finding in your your dungeon so to speak first of all it's a wine cellar cellar. (laughs) it's got got like really cool (laughs) bottles and all the bottles if you take if you take them out it's not just because i like drinking wine i think like I could talk, I think wine's just really interesting because yeah. you can drink a bottle of wine that was from, like, I think the oldest I've ever had was like 1994. And it was like very strange tasting, but like the 
big difference. There's a history to it. You know, like someone in 1994 put this in a bottle and I'm drinking it now. Anyway, I think wine is cool. And so it's a wine cellar. There's all these like nice smelling barrels and bottles everywhere. Um, and then there's sort of like strange piles of, of notes and scripts and uh, things held together by brass brads. I'm holding up scripts right now. Um, and they're, they're feverishly written on with like red pens and things like that. Um, and uh, lots of candles. I also really like candles, not just the creepy dark magic kind. I just, I, there's candles like all over my, my office. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, that may, maybe a torture device or two. If you, if you really like look closely into a corner, you, you might find something kind of alarming, I suppose. Cause if, you, if you're going to have a dark magic basement, it's not going to be all lovely. Yeah. Uh, you're going to find a skull or two. So yeah. Um, there's a cask of Amontillado over in the corner there. No, 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 don't look at that. There's and yeah. don't press any don't press any of the stones on the, and if you hear anything it's not real. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I uh I I'm a somewhat of a hoarder. I'm not like a hoarder hoarder, but like I'm a like a semi hoarder and I there would definitely be some like kitchen appliances that I haven't touched in a while that are, are going to be existing in my, in my, my dungeon, so to speak, that I'm just like, Oh, I'll need that eventually. Right. Um, and I just never ended I forgot about it. You know, um, the other cool thing that I really loved about this story in particular, and this will kind of be our last one for this one, um, is this, we get, we get to meet, you know, Gus, right. August, uh, like it was just like, this, this, it like took the world by storm right uh no pun intended and like it's really like a really beautiful thing angus angus right that was the one uh it's just like un unreal how like cute this whirlwind is right and it's just uh i i'm curious about this one how did this come about as a concept but then also if you were to have like what is your primal source right and then what would you name your uh your little primal buddy that that if you had one i'm curious oh gosh um Devin let me make up a whole spell and that's the one that i made i was i was over the moon with glee that i got to make up my own little looking up that latin and things and trying to make something that sounded cute and um honestly full disclosure angus came after i made up the name i didn't i didn't intend for that to be there until I looked at the spell name and and had Callum cast it. And then I was like, okay, but now he's calling it Angus. He just is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it felt very Callum. Like when I read the draft, I was like, oh yeah, he would just spin up a spell and give it a nickname. Like, that's exactly what I was Enormous dork. Of course he would do this. Yeah, that felt very Callum to me. <laughs> like, that was, I thought that was super on brand. Uh, and it clearly is because it's canon, you know. Um, but yeah, I I love hearing about that. And so, uh, uh, what about your? What is your primal primal entity? And that doesn't have to necessarily be one of the main primal sources. You can you can source your own primal entity. But uh, <laughs> what what is your primal thing that you're sourcing from? And then what would you call your little your primal buddy? Well, ages and ages ago, um, the uh, the official Dragon Prince website put up a quiz, a primal source quiz. Oh. Um, and I took it and I got stars and then I took it several other times trying to force it to tell me all of its answers, which feels very <laughs> stars of me. <laughs> yeah. 
Give me. Um, in fact, I kept getting getting stars on accident while trying to make up other answers. Uh, it was hilarious to me. So that's kind of wild. I will tell you that it's harder to get on that quiz. It is harder to get stars and dark than it is other ones. So you you did some. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you said that because I tried. Uh, I think a dozen times or so. It wasn't a whole lot, but I, I took it a, about a dozen times and I never got dark. I didn't know that dark was even an option. It's harder to get. I, I worked on that quiz and I know all the secrets. Um, stars mm. and dark are, I think dark is the hardest to get, but stars is also hard to get. That was hilarious. Anyway, um, but I think that the the way that the stars arcanum is described is is a lot like my view on world building where it's uh, high and above and it sees all the things below in the way that it's uh, tailored specifically to kind of mess with them, um, whether yeah. for good or, or evil, what you're doing. But if you take a little bit of this and you connect it to a little bit of that and you throw in a little bit of this and then you pull, what happens? Mm -hmm. Now you're directing lives. Now you're changing fate, that sort of stuff. Um, that's kind of where I live anyway when I just imagine stuff. That's like my first instinct when I'm just going to make something up off the top of my head. That's how it feels. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would say um, imagination. I have the imagination arcanum maybe, or the world building arcanum. I love it. Um, if I had a buddy, I think it would literally be a tiny planet. Like, like make oh. it, a, make it a literal planet and it orbits me. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And, um, and, and then I can just grab it, watch it go by and go, oh, hello, little people on my planet, you know, something. <laughs> um, so it's very egotistical that I'm just like, yes, I've created all these things and now I am the center of their universe, la la la. It's, yeah, it is what it is. But um, I yeah, I think I would have like a tiny little planet, an actual planet. I think that would be hilarious. That's super cool. What about you, Devin? It's too powerful. I'm, I'm simple. I, I would pick too sun. <laughs> it's overpowered. I'm <laughs> calling it now nerf. Um, no! no, I would pick Sun because I like. I've always, I, I, in Avatar, I always thought I would be a firebender for better and worse because I'm, I'm, I'm like a little bit like, I don't want to say aggressive, but I'm stubborn and willful, and uh, I think that in the Dragon Prince, um, the fire, fire, the the Sun Arcanum, fire and light. There's a destruction aspect to it as well as like a nurturing guide, like guiding light aspect to it, and I think like. To me, right in the middle of that is an implied struggle, and I mm. think like a lot of my um, my energy and uh, creative in interests sort of rely on that struggle uh, and that duality between is it light or is it fire, is it harm or is it uh, help. Um, mm. I, I just find that really fascinating. Um, and my little uh, familiar, my my Angus would be. It would just be Calcifer from House Moving Castle. I'm sorry. It would just be like a little oh, fire dude. Good. And he'd be sarcastic and he'd like hate everything and everyone, but also like secretly have like a, a kind, vulnerable heart and a, a deep friendship with yeah, and, like, me. I'm Howl in this, I guess. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I love that. That's so cool. I, ah, uh, this is like, these are hard questions and y'all are just coming at it with an answer. I love it. I like, I, I have no idea how I'd answer this. I, I think I would probably. Uh, lean into like uh, how do I learning like I would just have a little like encyclopedia that's like oh like, and so I just want to know everything and so like I have like a, 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 a like a live google that's floating in my in my earpiece is like just it's a google thing that I'm just like tell me more about that tell me more about that and that's, <laughs> that's what I would, that would be my 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 little 
uh, dude, I could use one of those too. Do you, right? do you sell those? Can yeah. I have one? <laughs> yeah, soon, soon to be sold everywhere. There we go. Um, all right. Uh, is there anything else that's of interest that we want to make sure we touch on before we um, move into gratitude for this episode? I'm good. I just love this one. This one's one of my favorites. Yeah. So appreciate partially because it touches on Viren and he's my favorite. So, all right. Mm-hmm. It says a lot about Viren at the same time. It says a lot about Callum. I think it sure between does. The lines. Yeah. I had to make sure that um, there was a certain dungeon reference as well. Uh, get that, that elven bow in there. That was, uh, uh-huh. yeah, that was important to me um, because it was angsty for Callum. Yep. You know, it gave him a, a big, Oh gosh. Oh, because you know it has so much meaning. Mm-hmm. It's that item is very complicated for him. It sure. But is. but um, because we haven't seen Renan in a while, I also wanted to uh, just put that in there and make it obvious. A like taste. hey 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 hey, remember this guy? Hey. Psst, psst. Oh, um, don't worry. People have not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Just, he's he's yeah. my he's my favorite. I will try and mention anything I can possibly mention. Don't look at the braided white elf hair on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> love it okay well in that case what i want to do is i want to just move us into gratitude for this and so uh, i would love for us to think about something that we have inherited that we are grateful for um my mom is an artist and she taught me how to draw and think about things creatively and i think that is one of the greatest things that has been given to me as uh, as an inheritance is an appreciation for art a, a desire to create and uh, the ability to do so. Um, yeah. So thank you, mom, for teaching me how to draw. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I had an English teacher in high school who uh, I was thinking AP English, all for, you know, nerds and all. And she was amazing. She led discussions and let us dress up when we like we caught basically cosplayed my last duchess which is a poem mm. and i li- i was the sort of nerd who had a fluffy white dress and a red cape at boarding school already for no reason I'm, i wasn't even in theater okay <laughs> and um so i was the painting and uh, she really allowed me to uh just think outside the box and ignore the fact that there was a box and make the box whatever size I want it to be when it comes to creative uh, processes like these things were already written when I was studying them but the ability to look at them from any side I wanted and to make up a side and decide to look at it from there was incredibly powerful Mm. Um, imagination can be whatever you want it to be and that does lean over and press a hand on the window of reality and it kind of steams up around the handprint like this is this is more powerful than you think it is imagination can change reality in some cases you're here yes oh i love that i i'm wow i'm one i'm grateful for these conversations how how incredible is this but i i think i'm I'm really grateful for my mother also. Devin, you got, you got me thinking about what I inherited there. And uh, there's this general investment in my spiritual life that she cultivated within me that I am, I'm really grateful for that has helped me kind of, this podcast probably wouldn't exist without that foundation. And so I, I'm just really grateful for, for that. And so yeehaw, we're, we're, we're getting through it. I love gratitude. It's so nice. Oh, 
Okay, everybody, this has been amazing. And we are going to close this episode out and just hope you all will chime in with things you're grateful for and what also you might find in your dungeon. Feel free to tweet at us with your answer. We'd love to hear from, from you as a listener. You can tweet us at BNB underscore pod. And uh, thank you all. If you haven't noticed yet, we also have a Patreon at BNB underscore pod, and we'd love to have your support. We're trying to get our producer to make a living wage and you can help us do that. So if you have an opportunity to do that, I'd appreciate it. But until next time, be well and do good.